So thank you so much for tuning into. The- I'm also drunk. So um, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. My name is Spiri. I'm an animator and digital artist who talks too much. Today, I'm talking with a fellow creator. His name is Isaiah. He's a writer, poet, photographer, and videographer, pop culture and art fanatic, and the podcast host for Eagle Pyramid. I'm so happy to have such a well-rounded creator on the show. If you want a good laugh over current events and trends while talking with creative people, listen to Eagle Pyramid on Spotify or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. Feel free to pause and take three deep breaths to help you focus before listening. Okay. All right. Well, every few episodes or so, I'll interview a creator to get better insight on their process, what it's like to be an artist, things like that. Zay is going to answer some questions picked from past episodes, along with talking about just art things and his future plans as a creator. With that out of the way, Zay, please tell us a little bit more about yourself and your work. Wow. Um, well, my name is Isaiah. I um, Again, I'm a podcast host of Eagle Pyramid Podcast. Um, when it comes to my podcast... It's more into I'm more into like storytelling, learning people's stories, their experiences, uh, what they're into. Like, you know, I had Ari on my uh, on my podcast. She was the she was my first my first ever podcast guest. Aw, I think you were. I think so. That's I, cool. <laughs> you were my first ever podcast guest, and we was just you know talking about her art, talking about you know what she does. So that's what I like to do. I just like to get to know more about people, what they do. I learn a lot more new things that are people into. And you know, even though I'm on somewhat, some sort of in a hiatus right now because uh, I just started school, I am pursuing to get back into it. I got an episode ready, and I can't wait to drop it. I'm excited. Yay. The first couple of questions that you picked were from episode one of the podcast, which was, um, do you follow a lot of creators? Is your timeline filled with things that inspire you and motivate your creativity? Uh, I do follow a lot of creators, um, mostly artists, artists, stylists, like fashion stylists, um, a lot of videographers as well. Because you know, I am into like you know, that's what you're in school for, right? I'm in school for journalism. Oh, oh my bad. I'm sorry. I I, kind of think it's the same because they're both under communication, like, you know, media and film. Mm -hmm. I follow a lot of filmmakers, a lot of, like, you know, film pages that, you know, break down films, talk about actors. Because usually when I mention my favorite film, I never, I don't, I don't ever know the actors' names or anything. I just know them by their character. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's how I am, but... Yeah, I think I'm the same way. Unless I just, like, really know the actor just because I like the roles that they play, I usually don't know who the fuck they are, like, besides the character that they played. (laughs) Yeah, because when people mention these actors, I'm like, I know the movie and I know the character, but I don't know the actor. Right. So, yeah, I I follow pages like that so I get to know more, like, know facts and stuff about the actors. Um, When it comes to art, I I follow a lot of graphic art pages. Mostly, like, like, graphic uh, design. Yeah, mostly like like people putting their own depiction on, you know, on art. Like I follow uh this street artist named Cause and you know he's very, very, very popular. He's the one who does like the like these dolls and they have like X on their eyes. 
Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, his name is Cause. I'm really, really into Cause. I really, I started getting into him like two years ago, really late. Oh, but cool. what do I'm, you like seeing him? That's like you know why you like him so much. Um, he made a collab with Uniqlo. This is a Japanese clothing uh brand, and he did a Sesame Street collab. And when I saw <laughs> it at first, when I saw him, like uh, it looks boring. I don't want it. Sesame Street. But you know, looking more, look at looking at more of his art. I'm like, wow, I gotta have his shirts. I go back to Uniqlo, sold out, and I understand why because he is a. Uh, when it comes to like you know, he's like a luxury artist, luxury street artist. Everyone right. wants his art. Everyone wants his art. Everyone will go for his art. Um, another one is uh, when it comes to fashion. I follow Virgil Abloh. He's a. Uh, director of Louis Vuitton and he's the founder of Off-White clothing company. Oh. So I'm I'm really See, big like into you're, him. You're good at this cuz I didn't even know the names of these people. <laughs> I'm really into him because you know he's like mo- mostly when people see luxury fashion it's white people, white people, white people. <laughs> but when it comes to him he stands out. His fashion stands out. He's more into street fashion which is amazing. Uh, him and Kanye are best friends, and I see where you know Kanye gets lots of his inspiration from when it comes to fashion. So he gets it from uh, Virgil. Now, what's say Tyler Creator? Is I'm I'm in love with Tyler Creator. He's my favorite uh, music artist. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to fashion, he's his, his his fashion is very unique. It's not like everyone else. So I I love I love his golf brand. So right now I'm trying to like you know <laughs> tackle myself to trying to get some more of his uh his merch merchandise. Man, I had his um the shirt for when he came out with um Flower Boy. Oh my um, god. And I don't know where it is and I'm you very don't. sad. You need to find that shirt. I'm going to have to find that shirt. I don't know where it is. I can find all these family reunion shirts that I don't even remember. <laughs> but I can't find the fucking B. <laughs> I love I I love Tyler Creator so much. He's I mean, when it comes to his music, big he inspires me a lot because his music's it's like it gives you the hard truth but you always find something positive out of it to like uplift you i always feel like it comes at good times in my life exactly like every every time he drops an album it's like the perfect time of someone's life like his last album really happy he dropped his last album during that time because you know Mm -hmm. It helped a lot of people out. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people went through the same experiences he went through. It, it was great. Would you yeah. say you included in that? or? Uh, I mean, I never tried stealing my friend's girlfriend. but <laughs> That's nah, fair. I wouldn't include myself, and I wouldn't do that. I'm too much of a nice person. That's fair. So, yeah, you would say that your timeline's filled with things that inspire you and vo- yes. motivate your creativity? Yes, full of it. That's cool. Okay, so then the next question would be, have you ever been to a museum? Um, do you think they're pretentious or not as full of substance as others make it out to be? Um, and do you find yourself scrolling past the pieces in the building? Quote, unquote, scrolling. Hmm. I've been to a lot of... A lot of art museums. Do exhibits count? Yeah, I think so. You should see I, a bunch I, of art. 
I've been to art museums. I've been to exhibits. Um, <clears throat> like, like, like for example, when we, uh, when we, when I talked to you guys about the Museum of Sex, where me and uh, my friend Quentin went to, mm-hmm. and you know, when you first enter it, it's like you know, it's basically a, a sex shop. When you first go in, it's a sex shop. There's all these toys, all these contraptions, all the, all these, a lot of weird, weird, interesting things. <laughs> And then actually going into the museum, I feel like it's not what a lot of people expect because people just expect it to be, you know, just just straight, just something sexual, you know, just straightforward sexual. But in the museum, it showed a lot of unique uniqueness because, you know, sex was more than just, you know, just fucking. Right. Okay, it's the whole I, thing. Am I allowed to curse on her? Yeah, I, I said fuck like five times already. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was more than just fucking. Honestly, it was just like history, a lot of sex culture. Mm-hmm. It's an exhibit I remember. Um, they was talking about how you know um, drag queens were living in like in like urban areas and stuff like that, and what they had to go through. They had like a whole like project to themselves like it was it was very interesting another one was like a uk punk type sex sex exhibit mm. it, it was it was it was really really weird uh that just sounds weird i don't know everything that the uk does is weird <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like a lot of gimp outfits a lot of i know a lot of punk rock bands like sex pistols and everything they got involved with that so I guess just when it comes to like looking at you know the pieces and everything, I actually stay and analyze. I don't just go past it. If it if if I know it interests me, I will stay, look at it, read the description about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like and you like, don't think like, that it's like pretentious to have an art museum nowhere. I don't think so. That's fair. I never I, thought so either. I feel like there needs to be more art, honestly. Yeah, that's why I'm so happy about like. I live over by Atlanta, and they have art on the Beltline, which is literally uh, just that. Especially so, art, especially art, like right in the city. That's that's something that I love. Yes, I love it, and you get to walk over there and mm-hmm. just see it. I really want to um, set up, like, I want to put a mural over there because they don't like you. Don't need to be special or nothing to get something there. You just need to let them know that you have a game plan and a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would really want to do. Cause yeah, it seems like it's becoming more prominent nowadays that people are like, yeah, we can paint on the sides of buildings and it not be the end of the world, you know? And it'd be yeah. like something artsy. <laughs> uh, New York has been accepting a lot of graffiti now lately. That's good. Cause, cause... I feel like that's like the main place to put it. <laughs> yeah. Cause they used to, they used to hate graffiti, honestly. Mm-hmm. But they learned that graffiti is honestly what makes them unique. One of the things that makes them unique. That urban lifestyle, full of creators. They love the murals on the side of the walls. Like it's, 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 again, it's, all, it's just all art. It's people expressing who they are. Basically, the love for the city and everything. So I'm glad to see that. That's good. Do you take pictures of any of them that you're like, oh, wow, kind of thing? 
Oh yeah, every time I go to New York, I be, I take I honestly take photos of the same art pieces over and over again. <laughs> just just in case I don't forget, but I take a lot of photos of the art. If I go to like the the Met the Museum of the Metropolitan Museum, because mm-hmm. you know it's just, it's all about history and everything, ancient artifacts. I don't usually take photos there because again, it's just it they're never gonna go away from there. It's like not it's not like they're switching it out or anything like that. So it's always going to be there. But if it was like going to the MoMA or something, Museum of Modern Art. Mm-hmm. I've never always, been. Oh, you'll love it. They're always oh, switching. Oh. They're always switching art out. People submit their own art. So that's something that I, I like to keep in my uh, archives so I can always look back at it sometimes because I always think about, you know, what if I pursue art? If I can do this, if I can make that. You know, I'll see, just make a lot of weird art. That's how my mind is set up. When I went to the High Museum, I think for like the first time when I was at the Boys and Girls Club, I was really young. Um, And I really do think that that was like, it set me up to be more artsy, (laughs) which I'm Mm -hmm. so thankful for. But it was um, Salvador Dali. He had um, a museum up there and or they had like his stuff on display in the museum rather. Um, but they also had the whole thing where, like, you could put these earbuds in and they would, you know, it's like a, a an audio guided tour. Um, but they were pretending to be Salvador Dali because he's dead. <laughs> but they were pretending to be him and be like, I painted this in 19 and da 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 I'm like, okay. Um, but it was really interesting, though, because I just I just really liked it. It really stuck out to me. So um, I've always been really interested in museums and I really wish that I could go to more. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really, I feel like, I think they have some sort of animators museum. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure of New York has. I know they have a lot of exhibits, museum, museum of ice cream, museum of color why? factor. Why? What? Museum why? of ice cream is ice really, cream. it's really, really cool. If you think it's really, really cool. It's not like just straight ice cream. Oh, it's okay. more of like aesthetic, aesthetic, basically an aesthetically aesthetically build building where people just go take photos for social media and everything but it's real fun that's fair well that's cool I didn't know I guess like museums could really mean anything Um, just some sort of place to display shit but that makes sense but okay moving right along what is it called says this next question is from episode 3 are you thinking about making your hobby of creating more of a career? Um, I would say yes, because even though my major in college is journalism and media and film, I feel like basically podcasting would have some sort of, they would interact with each other because when it comes to journalism, I don't want to. News is boring. I don't like politics. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm. I know. I'm going to get bored with politics if I ever get into it. More like f- feature store feature stories. Like I want to. I want to learn more about this person. I want to let his story, you know, flourish and let everyone hear it. I want to cover people who did great things. People who made other content like art you know art music fashion fashion stylist all that um 
And I like if if I if ego pyramid actually you know escalates to that, mm-hmm. I feel like that that's a good way to help a lot of people get you know get the word out about their work. I feel that that's how kind of how I feel about doing the podcast for myself because I wanted to get more people, more artsy people in the creative community, uh, the traction that they wanted. Even though I don't really have a lot of people listening to it right now, but that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Trust me, it's it's going to build up. I usually, like honestly, my first episode, I got my first five listens. I I, I honestly shed a tear because I was so happy. Literally. That it, yeah, it was. I was really happy. Like, you know, I worked. Effort, I always wanted to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Always wanted to do a podcast. Always told my friends, "Let's do a podcast." And I actually, you know, what made woke you always want to do a podcast anyway? Though, to be honest, I just because to be honest, like there be these nights on Xbox with my friends, we just playing games. And it's just the amount of stupid shit that we're talking to like 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> crying on the mic, just just laughing and just ha- and having a fun time bonding. And I'm like, why don't we take all that stuff, throw it on a podcast, and let other people listen to how fucking stupid our mind is sometimes. That's fair. But yeah, to finish... Is- to finish up my question, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, um, you didn't finish it? I'm so sorry. No, no, that's my fault. I, I, we got sidetracked. But yeah, to finish up my question, yeah, I feel like I will I will try and, you know, tie my podcast to my career because I want it to be something everyone can use. Because, you know, it's not just about making money to me. Mm-hmm. But I want to, sp- like, I want to spread other people's talents and, and works as well. That's, that's That's something that makes me happy. So one I would do to help other people. It's like my good deed for the rest of my life. That's fair. I hope it does keep going because I really do enjoy just like the energy of your podcast and I get the idea of it. And I think it's just like, I know that it's a good, it was a good opener or eye opener for me of just like, there's other kinds of podcasts out there rather than the, you know, the typical ones that they talk about of oh, murder mysteries mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I was just like, I'm not interested. But <laughs> so it's cool that you're paving your own way and trying to just do something that's fun, but still entertaining in some way. Because I do think every episode is entertaining in its own way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. But okay. Uh, so these last couple of questions are from episode seven. So the first one being, do your emotions affect your work at all? Uh, my emotions do. Sometimes I do get in a state where if I feel a certain way about certain things, it would stop me from making an episode. It would stop me from, you know, posting sometimes like, Mm-hmm. If like I remember one time I saw an episode not doing well and I'm like ah, oh, this Don't episode is very low. It. It's it's been yeah, it's like it's been like a month or three weeks. But you know I always stay very humble about it because you know I'm I believe that I'm going. I, I know that my podcast is going to get going to get noticed, going to get good, probably get oh, more yeah. sponsors as well. I still don't really know how the sponsorships work. I'm trying my best. But... I can de- I can definitely help you with that if you need help with it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm kind of over it now. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just doing the. I just enjoyed the idea of just talking about art or yeah. talking about creative shits, and I don't pay attention long enough. That's understandable though, because I feel the same way about like my emotions, or even if it's just like, I don't know, I'll get overwhelmed and I'll try to. One of the ways that I try to like express my feelings is through my art mm-hmm. or creating things in general. And sometimes I'll be able to make something like really helpful that's like good, but is also helpful for whatever emotions I'm feeling. But half of the time, I don't, it just doesn't end up right. Or it just kind of like becomes a block of its own um, that I just can't, I can't get into my creative zone because I'm so frustrated or overwhelmed about something. And I try to just express it normally. And that's what I find out. Like if I can't, if I can't, um, just like make my feelings relaxed through drawing or making something then I have to just write what I'm thinking um and that helps a little bit more but usually yeah I'm just kind of like I don't feel like it I don't want to do it so I don't yeah. do it <laughs> especially when it's a lot of complications with uh like we're recording and everything mm-hmm. it, it kind of like makes me lose you know like uh that motivation uh, yeah like I don't want to do this anymore you guys can do it. Or I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Later never comes. <laughs> then when it then when it gets to editing, oh fuck, I gotta edit this. Editing I've gotten takes a used while. to editing now just because I did that so much with my YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, edit, editing is easy, but then again, it's it, tedious. It just, exactly. I have to. I have to actually. I listened to the podcast about three or four times. Like the whole podcast, the whole hour podcast, three or four times, trying to nitpick out of everything that needs to be taken out. It's a lot, but it's it's definitely worth it for me. Honestly. And does Anchor even like save it or whatever, or do you have to edit Anchor. it all in one go? Anchor saves it. It saves okay. each edit. That's good because my shit is never that long. So this is probably like usually the interview ones are the ones that are the longest. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really, like, pressed about it. I'm just like, oh, I'll let it be. I'll do whatever. But um, that's fair. I know that, like, art blocks and just, you know, creative blockages in general, they don't last for long. And I, I don't know if the same applies for you, but with me, if I try to, like, push through it too much, then, I like, it just it just won't work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the, the only excuse I have is because, you know... I'm in school. I have to. I have. I work. I Those are look. good and valid excuses, though. Yeah, but then again, I, I, I push myself to make this podcast happen, mm-hmm. and I want to. You know, I I have followers who actually like listen to it. They like it, and I and I don't want to like you know disappoint them. You just just disappear and everything, you know. I, I mean, you're thinking about it in a much more compassionate way towards your listeners than I am, as I've yeah, been away for a very <laughs> long time. But <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I get it, though. And it's really good. That just shows the passion that you have behind it, though, that you even care so much. You're just like, I don't want to let my fans down. There yeah. are people that are interested in listening. Because I don't I, even like seeing my people as fans. Just like the people that listen, they're just like, you listening. I, I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't really see them as fans. They're more like, you know, <laughs> they're, they're listeners. Like, they're supporting yeah. me. And that I appreciate. So, yes, the gang gang, I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very drunk. But um, so things are just kind of like spilling out. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I guess we can go on to the next question, though, which is uh, 
what is your favorite comment on your work and then like what piece was it like something that i've like something inside of the podcast itself or i guess any work i mean you chose the question so i don't know I guess when it comes to my poetry and when I post on Instagram, a lot of people, a lot of people get very emotional with that shit too. Really? Yeah. There's like this one guy, it was, it was a guy who actually messaged me like, wow, dude, your poems are good. How do you do it? I'm like, honestly, man, this is, this is all emotion. This is just, it's not just me just, you know, writing just right. This is like, honestly, all emotion, how I feel. Um, yeah. Cause there was a, I made a poem. Like, I don't really title my poetry, mm-hmm. but I'm going to just call this poem Bus. It's, called, it's a poem called Bus. Like, one time, come from school, I see a, an attractive girl on the bus. I We talked for, like, 20 minutes till she got to her stop. She left. And I'm like, damn, I'm never going to see her ever again. <laughs> That's how it was. And I wrote a poem about that. And it was just explaining that, like, yeah, like, it, it, it was kind of, I don't know why I got so emotional about it. Like, you know, she was a great, you meet a great person, felt like you know them your whole life. And once that's, then once that stop hit, they leave, and you know that would be the last time you ever see them. I know that, yes. Yeah, so I, I, made, a, I made a poem about that. It's, I, think it's, I think it's on my Instagram. But yeah, a guy messaged me about that, saying, well, I always wanted to find a way to to vent like his poetry i'm like you should man like i understand it's a lot but the best way to like cope with a lot of things is to you know express it on some sort of paper or if you if you feel like you have the courage to express it to like you know a let platform. people read it yeah like let people read it a lot of people will feel very sympathetic or they will definitely relate to you because you're not the only one having these feelings Mm-mm. we're so many people going through very similar shits uh, i've realized exa- that yeah it's exactly like it's always there's always someone feeling this like feeling the same type of emotions you are mm-hmm. and the best way to start venting or starting is like you know write it down write it down in a journal keep it you can keep it hidden all your life but it's just that if it, it, it makes you feel better just draining all that stress and anger, Literally. sadness onto something and just That's closing how I feel it. Normally, if um, my brain is allowing me to, whenever I'm drawing something, like it's just releasing it. But if I can't do it that way, then I just try to write it. Yeah. Also, the thingy, because like something that I learned, I think I read it on Reddit. Ha 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 ha. Sorry. Um, I just never use those two words together before anyway um i saw it on reddit and it was talking about like if you ever um feel like you're never gonna see this person again you can give them something to add on to their lifelong bucket list basically um so that you'll just at least remember them as like somebody that you met in your life at some point as you try to achieve that thing so like for example me and my old we're still friends but we used to work together too at this restaurant that I was at um we met these two super old people um and they said that they apparently came to the restaurant like every year um when they were on their vacation they're from Florida but they were coming to Georgia like they were going through Georgia to get somewhere else I don't know they were taking like a really big trip 
Um, but they come to that restaurant every year to just like to eat, just eat their their thing that's a part of their routine. Um, but I was just like in my head, they were just like, oh, maybe we'll see you next year. And I was like, no, the fuck you won't. If you see me next year, I will be angry. But because I don't want to work here anymore. But um, I was just kind of like thinking, and they were such sweethearts and they were so sweet to us. And then I told my coworker, I was like, hey, we should do the lifelong bucket list with them because I'm not going to be here next year. <laughs> and I will never see these old people again. And she's just like, okay. So basically, like, what you do is just like you come up with something that you want them to do. Um, before they die basically so they just have lifelong to do it there's no rush or anything just do it before you die I guess um you don't even have to because it's still just like a nice way to remember oh that person I met at the restaurant told me to do this thing um so I forget what I told them to do I'm gonna be completely honest but I wrote down what they told me to do and my coworker friend um which was that we had to finish school and then go to Alaska <laughs> Alaska. Yeah, because that's where they were going. <laughs> Alaska. Yes. Who just goes to Alaska? I don't know. That's where they were going, or maybe it was Antarctica. I'll have to look at my notes again. It was like either Antarctica or Alaska, but I mean they're the same fucking thing. But um, <laughs> in terms of just like coldness for me, but they were like, yeah, just go, go, go over there. That's your bucket list. But um, that's what I would say to do next time if you ever feel like you're never going to see this person again so that they can still, like, you know, somehow be a part of your life, even if you don't remember their name, because I don't remember their fucking names. But um, (laughs) I remember what they were like, and I just, I remember the moment solely because I remember they told me I needed to finish school and go to Alaska. (laughs) It gave you some sort of object, lifelong, long-term objective. That's what makes me feel like life's a fucking video game, bro. You just pick just, up all these side quests and you don't yeah, Oh my god, exactly. Just pick up a side quest so you can level up after it and the leveling up is just the experience you've gone through it. Oh my goodness. It's it's interesting. Life is very interesting. I'll give them that. But I think that is all of the questions. Yeah, we answered all the questions and got to know more about you as a creator, which was very fun. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say before we call it a day? Thank you for having me on your podcast. I very fun. Am I your first guest? Yeah. Oh no. Technically yes. Technically yes. Uh, because the first, the first guest one... privileges. <laughs> the first one kind of messed up. I still have to figure it out if I ever post it. I kind of consider just asking the person to like record it again. <laughs> uh-huh. First ever successful guest. <laughs> gang 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 gang. <laughs> Yes, thank you for. You're actually the first person who ever fucking interviewed me, to be honest. Oh, cool. Well, I I hope it went well because I'm. I don't know if I'm really good. Yeah, it it, it went great. I can't. I can't wait to listen to it. Definitely shout out. Don't, 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 don't hold your breath because I gotta figure it out. (laughs) But hey, again, it was great. You did great, honestly. You did great. Thank you for answering no, questions. You, you did great. <laughs> thank you. I really enjoyed it. No problem. Well, thank you so much for being on today's episode, Zay. Go listen to his podcast, Eagle Pyramid, on Spotify or wherever you normally listen to podcasts and support the creator community one artist at a time. 
Zay's social links will be put in the description of this episode. I guess we're done talking about this stuff. I hope that as you listened, you were able to think about how to move forward or shift your creativity to better suit your goals as an artist. Thank you again for tuning into this podcast.